0: That's fucking delightful. It's delightful, fucking good combination planning, sliding balls into space, good, excellent The other one the fucking knows. Hello everyone and welcome to the Rover Report podcast, my name is Anthony Waterson We are once again joined in the Hilton Hotel, wonderful surroundings We are also once again sponsored by the Southern Community Soup Kitchen And I am joined by Phil West, how are you doing Phil?
2: And, yeah, very well, thank you very much
0: Spot on, and also Sam Blakey, first time in about two years I've seen you. Good to see you again.
2: No, it's been a while. No, very good after that. You can't complain, top the league. Four home wins out of four. And pint. There you go. There we there we
0: and also, we're joined by his first appearance for about three and a half years. Is my cousin Jack Avery. Jack, how are we going?
3: Yeah, very good, very good. More than happy after that result.
0: Excellent. So, yep, Summon have won 2 1 against yeah uh, We took the lead through Dan Neal uh, with a really, really good strike. Akron then equalised through a corner, um, but Sunderland managed to get the three points with a wonderful team goal by Carl Winchester, finished off, really, really cool finish. Uh, Phil, go to you first, happy after that? Oh, very happy, I thought they played really, really well. It was high-octane stuff. Um,
1: You know, we were too open at times at the back, but we played some really good football going forward. And Dan Neon,
0: just fantastic, really good performance. What a player he's turning into for us. I mean, Sam, what a goal that is. What a way to mark your first goal for something. Lovely left foot, jinked it onto his left foot, curled it right in the corner. Beautiful.
2: He's classy. I think it sums him up that I'm now I'm now not praising him. I'm thinking we need to get him on a new contract because if if we don't go up this season, there's not many midfielders in the league of above that can do what he can do at 19 as well. But the, the thing about Daniel is he's a proper local lad. I don't know if you saw, but... Um, when Winchester scored, Dan Neil ran behind the goal and just smocking his badge to the ground. It's class seeing the local lads come through, but what a talent he is, unbelievable. One of the most exciting centre midfielders I've seen for a long, long time. It, it's Min Jack seeing
0: him and Empton just thriving at the minute, isn't it? Two local lads. Probably should have been playing last season, but they've just took the time with them. I mean, this season, they're both absolutely thriving, aren't they? I mean, that, that was a great goal and a great performance all the way through. Yeah, I think they've both been really good in pretty much every
3: game we've, we've played so far. Um, I think what's really good about them both is that they're both very good technical players. You can give them the ball anywhere on the pitch under any kind of pressure, and they can play one touch, two touch. They're both two-footed, as you've seen with Embleton's goal against Wickham. Nails' goal to deity on his left foot. Um, it's just really good to see them, like what you see, thriving hindsight they should have been playing last season because like, they're in a different world for me compared to the likes of power and scouring when you see them knocking it about in the middle of the park fantastic from them both again the today
0: yep certainly um, obviously Ackerton Field came, came back into the game scored and equaliser to a corner a lot of people I've just been talking to as well saying Hoffman should have done better but I thought it was a nice header to be honest Yeah it
1: was a good header, he got a good run on whoever was supposed to be marking him um, I just felt that we were a bit nervous from set pieces all day and I think that obviously Hoffman made his debut in goal very mixed debut, I felt he, you know he looked up for it, he looked lively, he was buzzing around but there were times when he looked a bit shaky as well um, but yeah I just think defensively we were a little bit shaky today and um, but yeah, that can happen You know, we were good going forward A bit more open at the back But it's
0: a bit of a trade-off But I think on balance I'd rather take good
2: going forward, personally
0: Oh, certainly I mean, I thought he was mad today But he's young It's his first game in front of 40-odd thousand fans He's going to be like that I think I think he'll, he'll calm down To be honest I think he'll calm down um, So, yeah, into the second half And again, I thought them were on top And what a great team goal that was, Sam I mean, like, Ida McGeady doing so well Winchester bombing forward calm finish from a right back I mean he saved us how much, he saved us a lot of money like going out and trying to buy a right back his performances today and all season
2: have been fantastic man. he's striving in he? I think if we'd signed Winchester to play right back we'd all be standing here. saying what a signing yep. we've made he's, he's like to get to get man of the match or to be in with the question of man of the match from full back quite a hard thing but He's up there all the time. He, 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 struck, he struck a really good shot in the first half, that just faced past the post. Um, but, no, he's like... You know when 0-9 first moved into right-back and he had a bit of a goal threat? Like, he was in the, the back post, he was running through. That's what it looks like, so... No, I'm, I'm pleased for Winchester as well because I, I think he's one of the players that thrive under the crowd. He seems to, like, when uh, against... Um, was it Wimbledon when he scored? Yeah, yeah. He only really shot because we screamed shoot. I think he's like, I think he's enjoying himself. But I think, I agree with Phil that the, the defence was a bit shaky but um, I never, I personally never thought I'd see Tom Flanagan doing a price turn on the edge of his own box. <laughs> so I think that shows how far we've come this season as a back four and I think they're all keeping the place so it, it's good. It's really good to see it, to be fair. I mean, I can see Phil's point about the
0: defence being shaky. I mean, Jack obviously has done this every every game so far I've seen anyway but do you think that was why Bailey Wright came on at the end it did seem to invite a lot of pressure and we, we kind of lost a little bit of momentum but was that down to coming forward at us all the time or was that just basic because he, he likes doing it I'm, I'm not sure on it mate I, I think he
3: is obviously a big fan of it because like I say every game that I've been to this season every time I've been in a winning position seems to make that change at exactly the same minute sort of every game um, and he, he can justify it because it has not worked yet it's worked every single time we have held on to the points every single time um, I'm not a huge fan of it personally I do think sooner rather than later it might come to sort of bite us on the backside because Akriton pinned us back the day in added time and sort of when Wright came on because we just go, we just drop deeper and deeper, but I can understand why he gets his experience on, especially when Doyle's 17, but I just think kind of, sometimes trust the players you've got out there, they're doing all right, the only conceded from a set piece today, so yeah, but he can justify it because it has worked every single game he's done it, but sooner rather than later, I do think
2: that that may bite us on the backside doing it every game. You're asking for them to attack you when you yeah, do I that. Think they us in. I think oh, yeah. like you say, we're top of the league, you know what I mean? He's he's earned our trust to trust him as manager. And I, look, I, I trust him. My him. dad was exactly the same when he saw Bailey Wright coming on. He was saying, we've got, now we've got 10 minutes of devil look the balls. But I think it's a brave call from Johnson because, like you say, eventually, if he does that every game, chances are our team will score. And then it'll, the whole conversation will be he was asking for it, but... I do think it, I think Doyle has something to do with it. Like I think it's to do with Doyle. Yeah. I think
3: it's maybe his inexperience at times and trying agree. to get a more experienced player on next to him but like, you wouldn't really see it from Doyle because, again, I thought he was excellent today, but I do think that comes in, think, into thinking, to think like, oh, last sort of 10 minutes, there's one goal in it and we've got a 17-year-old playing
1: centre-half. Yeah, like, man, isn't it really? That's what you've got, you know. Because I, I think Doyle often looks like the senior partner in defence, you know, he looks he looks like a real leader. But I just think, as, as the lads were saying there, you last 10 minutes, you defend the 2-1 leads, do you stick or do you twist type of thing? We did drop it and deeper. and we were, again, a bit edgy, but... That'll come, you know. As you said, that'll come with experience. You know, we've just got to learn how to close these games out when it's tight. The opposition are coming for us. We've just got to learn how to close them out. But the problem
3: you know is, I don't think I'd be against it if maybe I know it sounds maybe it's a bit silly to say, it. maybe it's if we went like a five-three-two, but we just go five-four-one. Like maybe it's if we had another outlet next to Stewart to like stretch the game a little bit when we when we do that and go five at the back, I may not be so against it when I first see it. But it's just the fact that we go 5-4-1 and slip we like right hit Stuart, and then we'll try and get out. Maybe it's if we have somebody next to Stuart like stretch the pitch a little bit more, then
0: but it is working because like we haven't conceded yet while we've done it. So I mean we've got a staff for Chris Wing. I mean and our Chris loves his stats. It's the first time Sunderland have won the first four home league games of the season since 1975. So I mean for that feel momentum in it. I mean we're trying to make this. It's building and building
1: and building and we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because it will kick you in the backside if you do but there is something different about this team it's got youth, it's got dynamism it's got creativity it's got solidity at the back generally as well and now it's got a goalkeeper who I think will become a really commanding figure once he calms down, settles in so yeah, I think you're right we are building momentum but it's hard not to get too excited because things are going so well for us but again, don't get too far ahead of yourself
0: long season ahead but ride the wave that's what we're doing at the moment yeah, I mean, Sam, I mean, me you were quite excitable chaps, let's get excited, I mean, it's 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 very good football at the minute, isn't it, I mean, we're carving teams up as well, we should have been probably out of sight by half-time, you know, two or three chances, I mean, Ross Stewart's gone one-on-one on one in the second half, probably should score, I think a couple in the first half, given the right kind of composure, we score, you know, Gooch had a couple of chances, so it is right, I think... Phil brings a
2: good point it's, it's hard not to get carried away isn't oh, it because yeah. of how good the football is in the minute but it, it's not even that it's, it's out, you hear the cries the, the of we're top of the league and you've got people like me dad because he's already ever seen failure say no it's too early but we haven't been top of the league that's mental let us let us get we've had, without getting too whatever we've had Covid we haven't been at the stadium we've been back we've played four games played teams off the park even the game we got beat against Burton was arguably one of our best performances of the season. On another day, we we'll scored two in the first half and that game's 3 or 4-0. Like Phil says, it's just a different feeling. Yeah. Without getting carried away, whatever, we could look back and see it fell apart. While it's, while we're top of the league and while we're playing like this, let's just enjoy it.
0: Jack, it's not as if we've played Mooks so far either. I mean, obviously Wigan, who are now second in the league, played them, beat them. I thought Wimbledon wrecked it when they came up here and Wimbledon are on a, a little bit of a good run. Wickham, who hadn't lost, and then Ableton, who, who were second joined top. of the so it's as nice if we're playing mugs either. Yeah. I mean, we're looking confident and, you know, we've won games relatively comfortably as well.
3: I mean, the last two home games have been, like, two to top-of-the-table clashes, first-three, second, like, on consecutive home games. And for me, like, we've made them both look quite ordinary, like, at times, and, like, both teams have, like, come to the stadium, like, obviously two weeks ago when Wickham came up Wickham came to tea full of momentum full of confidence and like I do think we've made them look very very ordinary and like what the lads are saying like it is hard not to get carried away because it's a Sunderland team that you can really get behind like you can sense that thing building because of the way they play because they play exciting football because they're a high pressing side and they want to work and like The team last season was probably helped by the fact that there wasn't fans in the ground because there was a lot of people really who didn't really trust um, because of times when they'd let us down in the past. But these lads are sort of building the fans' trust back up by the way that they're playing. And I think that's why people are getting as excited as what they are because, like what the lads said, it does feel different with this side and the individuals like within us.
0: Phil, I thought as well today, Barry well, probably should have scored, Ross Stewart today, absolutely amazing. He was I menace, I, I was What we would mention this actually, that is how we lead
1: the line in this division, top class, physical, good on the deck, great in the air, held the ball, brilliant. he brought others into play, should have scored, a bit more composure, and he does score, and that's the game done, and the, he is going to be a top striker for us this season, he's getting better all the time, and I'll never criticise White, but he's, Stewart is a better all-round striker, yeah. he's got more to his game,
0: he's a more rounded player and he's going to be fantastic for us this season top performance today really good talk about a couple of negatives Sam if you don't mind we'll, we'll try and make it as positive as we can but one, one, uh, one negative for me is Luke O9 went down twice in the first half obviously looked as if his shoulders popped out a couple of times he's taking the battering I mean he's took the right the day. now that Corey Evans is back do you bite the bullet with him and, try and make him get an operation or do you kind of ride it out because it's it's coming to a point now where they're going to have to stick or twist with him, I think.
2: I know what you're saying, and ultimately, it's under maybe or 9 to be a bit honest, which, yeah. obviously, I don't know him personally, but you'd think he'd just want to play regardless. But We are not short in centre midfield, but if, if say, we lost all 9 for the season or the remainder of the season, we've seen that Corey Evans could pick up a knock, we'd have then Dan Neal, and I feel like next to Dan Neal, you... See, Daniel, you've got someone who's going to turn on the ball, spin. You need just someone who's going to be everywhere, picking up second balls, and that's what all 9 and Corey Evans are. So hopefully all all right, but I don't think... If it was announced that he was having his injury, I'd trust in Corey Evans, and I would also trust in Lee Johnson and the team that they've made the right decision. But I do know what you're saying, because I noticed him holding his shoulder. Um, I think he was in the second half, but he does tend to get clattered a bit. But... Um, no, I, I I would trust the judgment of the team. I think while we're top of the league, you've got to put trust in everyone involved, haven't you? I think for his long-term health, though, I I, I would yeah, personally no. say,
0: You know, just go and get it sorted, put yeah. be better because it for him as well though. It's going to be something if he keeps it as long as if he's trying to like oh I'll get through game by
2: game by game. Yeah. It's going to end up being it's, it's going to be a strategy in the nine months, isn't it? You fast forward to December when we're playing on crap pitches yeah. every yeah, three, it's three nights as well. Do you know what oh, I mean? He's in centre midfield. It's not like he's playing in a position where he's not going to get whacked. He's probably going to get whacked four or five times a game. So I know what I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Last negative, I
0: promise, Jack. Wingers was well here. Cooch, I thought was poor. the in and out. Are their positions now under threat from obviously Broadhead, Richard, you know Diago? When he comes in, who didn't make the 18? I mean, today was a big chance for them to, to prove that they're untouchable. for me, the ball field. Yeah, I mean, obviously they lined up on different sides today, like pretty much
3: throughout the game, which they've obviously looked at Britton Stanley and tried to identify a weakness. That's why they've swapped sides, I think, with them playing sort of three at the back with the wing-backs. They obviously highlighted a weakness, and there was a reason behind them. But yeah, I, I thought they were quiet again. McGeady doesn't seem as exciting as what he has been in the past. But it's good that we're doing things without McGeady as well. It's not as though, like like we're, we're feeling, or like we're not a good aside when McGady doesn't play well um, but yeah I think I think moving forward if what we can get the two lads playing in those positions into the game, creating more chances, being a little bit more exciting, a little bit more direct then we're going to create more chances and we're already creating a lot so I think Pritchard came on, done well I think he has to be knocking on the door now, he's obviously free to, to get in um, and then they've obviously got Jarcliffe as well, who, don't know if he was injured or anything, didn't make the match to his squad or if he's just not up to speed, but he's obviously come with a little bit of a reputation and obviously quite excited about him, so it's healthy competition, isn't it? Like, I think the two lads both have to look over their shoulder and say that there's going to be people chopping at the bit to, to take their place if uh, if they don't start producing sooner rather than later, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, the main talking point, I think, about the start line, it was obviously Hoffman and Goal. Obviously, we've mentioned this in our WhatsApp group. I thought he was keen, yeah. which was it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing. Didn't cost us a ball, but yeah. coming out for crosses, I expect him in you know in a few more games' time. Once yeah. he gets used his defence, he should be all right. But it was a little bit frightening a little yeah. bit nervy wasn't it? I think, in terms of his enthusiasm, it kind of reminded me of Jordan Pickford. It was kind of
1: like, Yeah, yeah I'm gonna make an impression, I'm gonna show you how good I can be. When sometimes it's just better to do the simple things, the basics of your game, but again. I understand that, he's making his debut, it's a big crowd, it's an enthusiastic crowd, he wants to make an impression, so again, just let him settle in, let him calm down, there was enough good things in there today, I feel, to persist with him, obviously he's going to stick with him, Um, and I think he'll be, that. hopefully he can be the final piece in that jigsaw, and he needs to get the understanding with his defenders as well, and again, that will only come the more they play together.
0: What do you think of him, Sam, are you
2: impressed, or just a bit nervy with him? No, I agree with everything Phil said, I thought, the good thing is, I know he, his decision-making maybe is a bit hit-and-miss from what sort of here, but raw materials are there because there was a few crosses that were fizzed across that he just he kept hold of, so he, he's obviously got talent, so I think Phil's right. Maybe, maybe in a way, game will do him the world of good where he can just concentrate on being a solid keeper. And, but I think it's a big compliment to him that he was straight in the team because for a young lad, especially in a position like a goalkeeper, to be chucked straight in is... It speaks volumes, really, so I think the fact he's got the batman from his manager, the crowd behind him, he's a young lad, and we're top of the league. He'll, so he'll grow into it, will I yeah. don't mean to keep saying we're top of the league, but See I'm going to keep saying it
0: uh-huh. until we're not. Oh, we're top of the league. Uh, Jack, as Sam's um, mentioned two or three times there, we're top of the league. Fleetwood away next week. Again, it's a difficult game for for us. We're, we're, we're never normally go down there too much, but I don't particularly fear Fleetwood and... Do you, want, do you want more of the same, you know, trying to attack play from the start again? Yeah, I don't think there's any reason we can't go down there and be positive and, and play our own game,
3: obviously, and look at it and, and see what their strengths are. But obviously, it's early in the season, but they are where they are in the league for a reason. Obviously, they've had a good result today away at Rotherham. But I, I, like I said before the game, uh, obviously, in, in, the, in the colliery, uh, if we play well and we create the amount of chances that we do, I, I, I don't think there's anybody really to fear at the okay. moment.
0: Obviously, me and Gav talked about this on, on our spaces last week, uh, last night, sorry. And um, The big talking point, I think, this week for Sunderland is Denry Hume coming back. I want to get all three of your opinions on it because it has divided opinion in the Sunderland uh, fan. Kind of. <laughs> the whole Sunderland fans. It seems that it's, it's probably divided opinion. I mean, I'm all for it, to be honest, because here it brings competition of a good League One player into the squad. So I think Denry Hume will get in the majority of over the sides in League One then it also keeps standing in midfield so it's stops moving him about so Phil we'll start here. You. what's your opinion on the whole kind of well I won't sit on the fence I think it's absolutely fantastic that he's decided to recommit you know
1: the, the situation was messy it was drawn out and it wasn't ideal it, it, it kind of hung over the club and as I said last week I, I felt he was misguided he was a bit naive but a fully fit Denver Hume is an asset to the team and he give, as you've said it gives us options at the back as well so I think it's a massive positive that he stayed. It makes it means that we're not going to be stretching the squad too thinly as well. And I think he deserves another chance and he won't have to win me over. Can't speak for anyone else, but
0: I'll be giving him as much
1: backing as I can this season.
0: I mean I thought Certain was good today, Sam, but obviously if Certain gets injured, you can kinda of trust him come McHugh coming and making and make an impact, can't you? You know, it's not nice as if it's a new sign with nothing about. We know Den McHugh is a talented player, so
2: oh, I think it's nothing but positive. I mean you talk about the Wigan at home and our only left back I'm saying left back with quotation marks was Dan Neal fast forward four weeks five weeks we've now got and from Tottenham and Denver Hume, who we all know is a good enough left back for this league fighting for a place I think it's I think like what Phil said it, it, it was drawn out and for some reason it was made very public whereas I honestly think these things probably happen all the time he's a young lad He's got decent potential. No-one knows his growth. Is it the worst thing in the world if he's held out to see what can happen? At the end of the day, he's, he, he's signed now when he knows that he's probably not first choice left back. Yeah. So I think it's, it's nothing but a positive, really. Do you expect to see him sooner rather than later in the squad,
0: yet, or do you think it will be you know as and when? Um, well, for me, I think, he, I
3: think he has to be second choice left back at the moment because I think from what I've seen of... Uh, Kerchian, I think Kerchian probably is a better defender. Maybe Hume's better at going forward, but for me, I, I would have Kerchian in over Hume. Um, it depends. It depends on sort of people's fitness, because obviously there was three defenders on the bench today. Um, obviously, you would like to get Desjardins to win the squad somewhere, so I'm not really sure how many defenders you can fit onto the bench. But it's healthy competition again, isn't it? Like you look across the squad, like there was a time in the summer where. Sort of everybody was panicked about like the lack of depth but now you look at the squad and there's, there's two confident players for pretty much every position maybe apart from centre forward if, if Stewart got injured um, but yeah he'll be, in, he'll be in and around it but for me I, he has a lot of work to do to, to get himself back first choice yeah. yeah quick man of the match for more three
1: of his in for the Star I'd have to go with Dan Neil. I thought he was oh, absolutely Neil. fantastic yeah I thought he was he just again he just it just it staggers me that there were some people last season saying oh, he might not be good enough he needs a loan but like Elliot then but no 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 this lad is class and he's going to be one of the main you know kind of um, players for us this season without any shadow that one, got up. we've
2: got to get him tied with a new contract as soon as we possibly can because he is top, top totally, agree. Yeah. totally agree that we need to side him down Sam yeah I'm not going to argue with Daniel I thought he was incredible yeah um, Honourable mentions to Winchester and Ross Stewart. I think if Stewart scores that chance, I think I'm giving him man of the match. So that's a bit harsh, but I know we're touching on him earlier, but for a big, albeit lanky lad, the skill and touch he has is incredible. So I'll I'll back Dandale, because... What so a we've got two balls with Dan Neil, Jack. I know you've
0: mentioned yours to me, so I'll be uh,
3: really. I'm gonna go a little bit different. I love Dan Neil, obviously being a local lad, and he is playing very well, but I'm gonna go for Carl Winchester and sometimes I get a little bit annoyed when people just give it to the lad who got the winning goal. But I just think like he slotted into right back so well and like none of us expect him to be able to play it that well. I just think he knows when to get forward, he knows what to do when he gets forward, he's composed on the ball finished today 1v1 for the goalkeeper for a lad who hasn't scored many goals who was playing right back today just so composed he passes forward into midfield areas he knows where to put them Um, and he can defend as well And he can
0: defend with calmness so yeah I'm going to go Carl Winchester I'm afraid lads were going to be 2-2 because mine's Carl Winchester I thought again pretty much everything what Jack said it was absolutely outstanding And you look at the chances we've missed Probably easier chances in that one he scored. The, the amount, the composure it took. He knew he was, he knew he was going to score. And he, I yeah. trusted Winchester scorer. score yeah. was a lovely finish, finish, you know. And um, a great, like I said, a great three points. with are top of the league again. We're going to have a great weekend. um, Thanks to Phil, thanks to Sam, thanks to Jack for for joining in. Um, Obviously, we'll be back tomorrow with um, Garth, Chris and Martin, I think. Hopefully, they'll be a bit more sober than what I am. The throat's a little bit better than what mine is. Um, And obviously, best of the Sunday ladies tomorrow against Crystal Palace. Hard game, but I think they'll win. And we'll see you all tomorrow and on Monday on Twitter Spaces. Thank you very much, everybody. Take care. Have a great evening. Good night. Thank you.